Hi, this is Michelle bringing you hope. And I am the mother um, and the mother-in-law of a recovering, two recovering addicts. And they are much loved. I feel like for the first time in a really, really long time, the devil imposter is not impersonating my son. And I can see him again. And, and I've been experiencing joy with that. Um, but I'm here to help you on your journey because I know what it feels like to feel so out of control and not be able to let go of my child because we love them so much we want to help them and sometimes we don't always help them in the right way. But oftentimes those boundaries are skewed because we do love them so much and we think we're doing the right thing. Um, so I was, I was thinking about this today. I was driving along and maybe you've had something like this happen. Um, I'm in the car and there's a person behind me. That person is really close to crashing into the back of me and I'm going maybe five, five miles over the speed limit. And I think, stop it. Why are you pushing me? Quit pushing me. Uh, This is my lane. I have a right to be right where I'm at and I can't help it if you're impatient. Just pass me or something, but I am not going any farther than the the pace that I'm going, right? And I thought, well, isn't that interesting, Michelle? You're really good at establishing boundaries when you're driving, right? We all we all kind of stay in our lane because there's laws to obey. Um, and oftentimes people have road rage when they don't want to stay within those boundaries. But oftentimes I thought, isn't that interesting how we let our children push us into doing things we don't want to do. And um, I I think that I'm not alone with that. Um, And if you're somebody who struggles with boundaries, um, this call, hopefully this little podcast is for you today. Because I'm going to teach you a little bit about yourself, maybe. I want you to learn a little bit about how to overcome letting other people get in your lane or get get in your goat. Like, just really make you angry uh, and push you. Because um, when whenever that happens, we are totally stressed out. And there is a solution to that. So... I'm, I'm asking you if you're struggling with boundaries. John Maxwell uh, is one of my, he, he's a number one leadership guru in the, in the world. And I've been a part of his team and I read his books and he's got this one law. It's called the law of the process. And leading ourselves every day is a process. And establishing boundaries, if it's something that we are not familiar with, Maybe we come from a family who never really um, knew what those boundaries were. Whatever the reason, or, or for me, I think we had great boundaries growing up, but it became skewed when my I thought my son had a learning disorder, and I kind of made excuses for him and started enabling him when I should have been encouraging him to do things on his own. But not that I'm not that I'm blaming myself, but just saying that. 
I have had difficulty with the boundaries and knowing where those were. But the law of the process is is so good because it says it doesn't happen in a nanosecond, right? Um, it's a process. So if you're trying to improve your boundaries, if you're trying to find joy in your life and your child is sucking all the energy from you because of his or her addiction, then um, you need to take control. But maybe it's foreign to you. Um, Maybe you don't even realize that you have a problem. Um, When when our addicted loved ones, um, we can see pretty much what their problems are, right? But oftentimes we're a part of that. Uh, and, And if we can help control and better lead ourselves, we can then maybe control how we react to their behavior and how we can still find joy despite their poor decisions, right? So if you feel pushed, manipulated, pressured, bullied um, by your addicted loved one, maybe, maybe you need to really evaluate those boundaries and where you are with them in your life. Um, think of it like this. So let's say you're standing on a chalk line or on a blacktop road driveway and you're on one standing in one place and your child is in front of you and draw a chalk line right down the middle in between you. You want to stay on your side so that you don't kind of consume all their bad vibes, if you will. Uh, I, I tend to be an empath, so sometimes I feel, I absorb what other people are feeling, and I have to learn how to deflect that. And when it's my child, it's even more intense. And maybe it's that way for you. But if you're a visual person, think of think of a chalk line separating you with, with that child. And maybe um, start now. There's also the law of intentionality. Be intentional about kind of recognizing if you have some of these problems. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list a bunch of um, signs that maybe you have a poor, uh, poor personal boundaries with other people in your lives. And I just want you for right now just to reflect and think about this in your own life. And if you have any of these signs going on, then maybe it's time to evaluate how you can change, how you can deflect and not become so absorbed in finding excuses or fixing your child. So maybe you give away too much of your time, even when you have something scheduled. I've had things scheduled before and then my sons needed me and I've abandoned everything. I was supposed to just meet somebody for coffee and um, her child got um, was on the side of the road, needed help with her car, and so she, she left. She hijacked her mom's time and her mom went to help her. I'm not saying that's a wrong thing. I'm just saying if you find that this is happening over and over again, that you are giving up your commitments for your loved one, you know, start paying attention to that. Um, Maybe you feel like you're taken for granted. Maybe um, you're sacrificing too much for others. Maybe you're passive aggressive where you 
want to say no, but you can't. Um, and maybe you feel like you're always the victim, like things are always happening to you. Um, maybe you're out of touch with your needs. You know, what is it that you really need in your life? What is that? Evaluate that. Do you have a chronic fear about what other people think about you? Um, do you attract certain people who try to control or dominate you? Um, and you won't have all of these. Um, these are just some some warning signs that you might have problems with establishing boundaries. Um, do you feel guilty if you take time for yourself? Oftentimes I'll feel like I'm really being selfish if I take time for myself when I know somebody else needs something from me. Um, maybe, let's see, um, maybe you make too many sacrifices for others at your own expense. Um, and what some of the benefits. So, so if some of that fits, um, I know with my son, there were many times where even though I wasn't with him, I was thinking about him all the time, worrying about whether or not he was alive, whether he was being fed, or if he was going to be found uh, in an accident, um, driving under the influence and maybe killing somebody else's or taking somebody else's life. I mean, there was always worry. So even when I was in a happy moment, um, I felt guilty for being happy because I felt like I shouldn't be because he was suffering, right? Well, those, those are all signs that, you know, maybe we need to introspectively look at our lives and say, wow, you know, um, nobody can make me feel X, Y, or Z, but boy, I sure am feeling down. You know, why am I letting other people control the way I feel? Where, where is my sense of self? So here are the benefits. If you, if you find that you're like this, just tell yourself you're going to start researching this and really think about it and look into it because here's some of the benefits. If you can create strong personal boundaries, you'll be able to say no. You'll feel empowered again. You're going to have way more energy. You'll feel like you're in control of your life. You'll attract healthy and supportive partners instead of those people that suck all the life out of you. You'll have more um, physical energy. You'll be able to speak up. People will listen to you. You'll feel appreciated and valued. You'll be more in touch with your needs. And you'll be able to do stuff, do things for yourself without feeling guilty. And in the long run, this will really increase your self-esteem and your self-worth and it'll, it'll exponentially multiply as you continue to grow and improve in this healthy way. And you'll feel more courage. You'll be more co- courageous. And your friends will be like, wow, what'd you do? How'd you change? You might even stand taller. But you're going to want to transform first. And, and know, one, it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. 
Two, you have to be intentional about it. It's not just going to change because you say it's going to change. You have to intentionally look at some of the things that you're doing and um, figure out how to do them differently. And then um, keep going, right? So so how, how do you create personal boundaries? How do you do that? How do you do that? Um, this weekend, our granddaughters wanted to have friends. They always want to have their friends over to spend the night. And I don't know about you, but I hate that because I like to go to bed at 10 o'clock and I don't want to hear a bunch of giggling girls all night long slamming doors, running around and worried that somebody's going to get hurt. And then the next day, it's just so painful because everybody's tired and crabby and nobody wants to do their chores and it just makes life really, really tough. And I thought, well, hello, Michelle, you have, you have the ability to say no. Why can't you say no to these kids? And so I, I decided to, you know, change some things. There's going to be a birthday party, but I'm taking them to Sky Zone. I'm not letting them in the house to run around and destroy everything. And it's not going to be overnight. Um, one of one of our friends um, wanted to bring her son and to the birthday party. And the birthday party is for our granddaughter. And she chose three girls to be there. She did choose her son. So I had to establish that boundary with her and say, oh, I'm really sorry, but maybe we could do that another time. This time it's for Addie's birthday and these are the only three that are going. So it's it's kind of knowing where that line is again, that chalk line, and being tactful and courteous, but saying, no, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say no. Um, you have to realize that your thoughts, feelings, and needs are equally important to others. So even your addicted child, um, you might think, well, they're sicker than me. They need, every, they need me more than I do right now. Uh, really? Because what about the rest of your family? If, if that addicted loved one is sucking the life out of you, you are not going to have time for anybody else. And it's proven statistically that if we continue with stress like that in our lives, uh, we're going to develop cancer, we're going to have um, diabetes, we're not going to be paying attention to what we're eating. It's stress, right? It's stress in that in in such a traumatic way has um, has some very difficult health concerns attached to it. So keep that in mind. Um, keep this in mind too. By saying no to one thing, you get to say yes to something else, something good, something you really want to do, right? Um, identify when your addicted loved one crosses the boundaries, okay? So just like when that mother um, was trying to push her son to, to be able to come to the par- birthday party, I thought, oh my goodness, here's another example of a boundary, a boundary buster. I'm not going to let that happen, right? So um, sometimes we don't even realize that our buttons are being pushed, that those boundaries are being pushed. But keep a journal, tune into your body. So whenever you feel 
like you're, you've got this rush of adrenaline, or maybe you're just so angry, you feel flushed, there's tension. I've had moments where my blood pressure, oh my goodness, and I've always had really low blood pressure, but I thought my blood pressure was just over the top. Um, keep a journal of what happened before this. How is that person pushing the boundaries and how can you establish those? Okay. Um, Self-care is one of the most important things that we have to do for ourselves. And being a believer, I believe that God gave us that responsibility. He gave us the gift of our lives and we owe it to him and to ourselves to take care of ourselves and be responsible. So what is it that you um, that you do to nurture yourself? Pencil in time. Um, Sometimes I've done that. Uh, I started lifting weights every day around 2.30 and I pencil it in my calendar four times a week so I know that I can't put anything else in that slot and everybody else has to work around that schedule because that is something for me that I value. So what is it for you? Is it um, just taking time out for a cup of tea? Do you want to take a nap? Um, exercise, maybe it's a dance class, maybe it's writing. Pencil that in and maybe you start with just two times a week and pencil it in at a specific day and time where you where you know that you're not going to be working at a job or, or you know you might be able to capture 15 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever it is. Um, do that and know that you are worth it. The other part of this is in order for you to create boundaries, you need to know who you are. Who are you? The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you discover why. What is your purpose? Why were you born? And what is your responsibility to that? What, what do you want? And, and why is it that you're not getting it? Right? So... Um, Really look at that because even your addicted child in recovery, your sober child wants what's best for you. He loves you. She adores you. I promise. It's when the imposter devil takes over their body in addiction that there's no resemblance of your child. And it's up to us to draw that boundary line. I had a mother say to her son when he was in active addiction, when you see my son, will you tell him I'm looking for him and I love him and I'm hoping that he surfaces soon? And this, this child was like, but mom, I'm right here. I'm standing right in front of you. And she says, I don't know who you are, but you don't resemble my son right now. And so I thought, wow, that was so powerful. When you see my daughter, will you let her know I'm waiting for her? I'm waiting for her, not the imposter devil, right? And don't give up hope. Moms and dads, we need to learn how to let go without giving up. And 
the key to um, finding that is in establishing boundaries. Um, the other, the other part to this is to seek help. Find a counselor whom you can talk to, and maybe, um, maybe you can't afford that. Um, find a support group, and if you go and it just doesn't gel, ask yourself, what is it? What is it that you need from a support group? It can't be your friends and family, okay? It just can't be because your friends and family are too emotionally attached to you to be oh direct with what exactly you need to do and sometimes even family is so direct that they're hurtful I don't recommend going to see your friends and family but I do recommend seeking help Um, and there are so many books out there about uh, establishing boundaries and how to do that Um, be willing to let go of the relationships that suck the life out of you seek relationships that are strong that that, from the people who really know how to set boundaries and but yet will support you and uplift you but kind of teach you by example of how they keep their boundaries in tow and how they stay healthy surround yourself with people like that so today if nothing else, I hope, hope, hope that I have encouraged you to start maybe a boundary journal on when you feel like you're being pushed and how can you take control. <coughs> oh, excuse me. How you can take control, regain control of your life because you matter. Your life matters and you are a daughter of God or a son of God with um, great potential to do great things in your life. Don't let um, the imposter devils take over. Okay? God bless. I'm praying for all of you today. And I thank you for listening. I hope that you have found um, some encouragement. God bless.